0: This episode of Lightning Strikes Thrice is brought to you by our incredible patrons, patrons such as Guy White and John. If you want to help us keep making the show like they do, you can visit pitchdrop.cash and contribute as little as a buck a month. We really appreciate it. Listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, the JRPG Games Club podcast that even has character development for its hosts. This is season eight, episode four, covering the rest of the cat testing ground dungeon. My name is Matt Marcus. My pronouns are he, him, and with me still is Chris Taylor, and my pronouns are he, him, Sybil Arnett, she, her, Ryan Beatty, they, them. We cut back to the cat testing grounds after the weapons demonstration. So, after Shion leaves, Roth
1: Mantle comes down to this little vector room. Togashi asks if he's here to gloat at the losers, and Alan's like, I'm sorry about him. That's that's out of line. And Mantle's like, I came here to laugh at the losers. <laughs> yes! yes! <laughs> very, very sharp uh-huh. energy. So the, the, the
2: line is actually, actually, I came to finish off the losers. Uh-huh. Yes. They're fired.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... Cosmos is being scrapped and everyone in the Cosmos division is about to be fired because Telos is, or Telos is the superior model. There is no need to, quote, waste resources repairing Cosmos. Xi'an doesn't know any of that shit yet. And so you should make her day better. So go to the park, bug the guy at the aqueduct a few times, and he will give you the cafe's password for the secret menu, which is just an egg. It's an egg or it's a fancy carnelian egg dish. If you do this, they will then open the secret menu for everybody. So it's just like one person needs the password. And then they're like, all right, everybody's because, yeah, that's that's how passwords and secret menus work in the real world. Mm -hmm,
0: mm
1: -hmm. Guy in the cafe will order the dish and thank you in the form of a honey teddy. Uh, It's very nice early armor for Momo. And please, like the fact that it's called a honey teddy and you give it to Momo Fucking creepy as shit. So uh, I don't just, know what that is. A teddy is a kind of lingerie. Oh, no. It's
3: basically a sexier nighty. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that's a uh, bad naming convention there. Really gross. Don't think about it. Just
0: glide on by it. Yuck. So, Shion calls Doctus at the hotel that night. <laughs> Doctus replies, Recording government secrets out in the open. You could make a good living as a reporter if you were this fearless. <laughs> and she has just like whatever. <laughs> she urges Doctus to investigate Mantell and tell us both, especially since Vector is definitely involved, and the design alone confirms it. Doctus does say that there's something in the files, and she says it's Kanan, uh, not the Realien, but a project that's been running for over a hundred years, searching for something. Spoilers: It's also in Kanan, right? <laughs> so like it is yes. Kanan.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, it's more than that but
0: (laughs) yeah it
1: kicked off in Pied Piper Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. it was the thing that I well I didn't spoil but also did spoil because of how I consumed Pied Piper
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and then suddenly Nephilim shows up and she says trying to protect someone does not always lead to happiness and please put a pin in that one we'll come back to it at the end of this game (laughs) I'm definitely going to forget it in an hour. I'll make sure you remember, because it's kind of the
3: theme of an arc or five. Mm -hmm. Nephilim tells Shion
2: that Grimoire is gone, and the continuing Gnosis assaults are not a result of the Lemageddon program. A sad individual who hopes for his own atonement is to blame, wanting happiness for the one important to him, no matter how many it will bring suffering to the only one who knows where you're headed is Cosmos. The only one who can open her heart is you. So please, like other motherfuckers can't use a wrench, please. <laughs> and then we cut to the roof of some building where Chaos and Nephilim are just there
3: having a brood together. <laughs> Nothing they say means anything. I don't I don't agree with that. I don't know. Um, OK, call out anything you think is worth a shit. Why okay. are you attacking our podcast like this?
1: <laughs> we, the idea that the a person who is controlling the gnosis believes that the whole world is worth sacrificing so long as the one person that he wants to make happy is happy, is part of kind of like the solipsism philosophy that is one of the threads of philosophy that Xenosaga Three is poking at. It's not as explored as some of the other philosophical threads, but it's definitely there of like, you know, if the person who matters to me is the only one that matters to me, if the X that matters to me is the only thing that matters to me, then the rest of existence does not matter, is absolutely something that the game wants to interrogate here and there.
3: That's all. But that doesn't come up in the
1: the chaos Nephilim stuff. Yeah, it does. That's when she was, that's. Yeah, because Chaos and Nephilim, Nephilim's the one who's like talking about a sad individual for who hopes for his own atonement. That's,
3: yeah, but that's what the Shion No, She-on that's with stuff. Sheon. I'm saying the Chaos and Nephilim conversation doesn't do dick.
1: That's, wait, no, that is, okay. I that just, is a
3: line before the scene transition.
1: I just watched this this morning and I swear to God that mm-hmm. was, oh, Sorry, no. You know what? It is. It is, this is the thing. This is the part of the Chaos thing is that Chaos is like, what if our reason for existing is existence itself? Why am I allowed to exist if my power to actually change things is so limited? I want to believe in the power of order born out of discord, and that's why I'm with this crew, but I'm pretty skeptical of my actual ability to change shit. That is the thing that was philosophically important. I got my notes screwed up. I'm sorry. Brian, I have
3: terrible he's news he's never for actually you. logged into Discord. I was going to say, the order born out of Discord is crushing the actual systems that do things, and nice. then adding NFTs. <laughs> or... <laughs> Speaking of sneaking around, Yuli and Kanan. Short version of this discussion. We also don't know who Rothmantel is. Yes. How's the Elsa doing? We'd need either Omega or Cosmos to do anything for them. We can't use one and the other is scrap. Are you all right, Kanan? Yuli, please, I'm a cop. Please don't make me say you'll stay the Obot Ray. <laughs> <laughs> elsewhere! Heinlein tells Margulis, Abandon everything. But put, Omega! Omega's ours! And we left Renle Chateau it. Are you gonna be Sergius Part 2? Do you need a bullet to the head? No, sir. And elsewhere again, Wilhelm and the Red Testament. We're going to tease a trap for a lady. And she will fall right into it. And then we succeed. And then Xenogears references, no, you're in the wrong game. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, Wilhelm, such a little prick here being like, why do humans insist on like searching and looking forward to shit? That's so stupid. And the Red <laughs> Testament is like, because if they keep thinking, then eventually they will be gods. It's like login cues fucking Wilhelm is like, yeah, sure. But like pretty soon there will be an end to such childish things like dreams, desire and
0: possibility, which is. Yeah, Yeah, this is a very this is a very funny thread considering I'm on a podcast with three people that play idle games all the time.
3: (laughs) What are you talking about? I actually haven't in ages.
0: Oh really? <laughs> I, yeah, nor have I. <laughs> maybe 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 it's just gr- grip. It
3: was just NGU Idol, and when I hit uh cap on that at the time, I didn't go on to industry. Amazing. Gotcha. Industry is dead
2: now. Very sad. Really? Yeah, it had some fundamental design flaws that he didn't want to
3: fix, and he's making NGU Idol 2 instead. That sucks, but I suppose it's better to pull your losses than be uh Clicker Heroes 2. Yeah. Yeah. That was a mistake. It was.
1: Yuli finds Alan and says that they need to ring Xiang up because they are going to break Cosmos out of cold storage before she gets tossed. Cold storage. <laughs> Sorry. Given where we find her, that's hilarious. Yeah, I didn't mean it to be that kind, that clever, but you know, it sometimes that happens. She's Doctor's... hanging out with Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on good huh. Doctus dr and shion are all in a meeting They we find out that telos was unloaded from an ormus ship onto fifth jerusalem Doctus finds us out hmm. by analyzing weight data and being like hey uh how much does cosmos weigh because telos probably weighs the same
3: rude <laughs> very rude you're not supposed to ask anyone that <laughs> question well, you—they you, didn't ask Telos herself. They just asked her designer. <laughs> Fair. It, imagine if someone asked your mom, "How much do you weigh?" God,
0: mortifying. <laughs> In tons, Suo- no less. <laughs> In tons, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Suo Uzuki turns out was also the inspector who was supposed to be keeping an eye on utic back when mizrahi apparently allegedly summoned the gnosis which of course <laughs> we know is not what he did after last game but that is still the narrative that folks are pushing i can't believe that
2: a regulator would be captured by the industry they're regulating <laughs> yeah right
3: like i hope we dude? get to
1: explore this thread at length Who's the whistleblower who, like, got held in contempt of court for successfully punishing ExxonMobil? It's this. It's that. Alan calls just in time for Xion to do another faceplant. We see Red <laughs> collapse. Sheon's on the floor again. Mm-hmm.
0: Two. Re- really over it already. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Get ready. So, a little later... Shion comes to, and Alan is there hovering over her in the hotel room. And he tells her that Commissioner Mizrahi needs to speak with you tomorrow. And she has, like, but, but our plans. And Alan just goes, No, nah, it's fine. This is way more important. And Shion, in a very good move, says, Oh, let's go out now then. And so they do. They, instead of going to a oh, fancy so dinner happy for Alan. Oh, yeah. 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 I like this scene a lot. Alan
3: has a good arc in this game.
0: Alan yeah. and Margulis, like, character
1: development champions in the Xenosaga series. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: But th- the interesting thing here is that Shion is kind of reciprocating now, whereas she didn't really pay him any attention at all. In fact, in the very last game, she was, like, calling out his, m- like, manhood to be like, aren't you a man? <laughs> yeah, and- <laughs> this is
1: the tragedy of on as a character is that it is actually extremely psychologically healthy for her to not be involved with Cosmos. Like she becomes immediately more self-aware and well-rounded when she's not wrapped up in her robot daughter.
2: Well, that's because it's got like weird dead boy, dead boyfriend shit going on. Yes, one hundred percent obsessed with my robo daughter that killed my husband.
3: Yeah. Also, and, go ahead. You should probably mention the fact that. At this point, there's a very different energy to Alan, because prior, he was her subordinate, and that's all she saw him as. At this point, he has taken over for her, surpassed her, she feels, and, like, is more of an equal. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, it does take the power dynamic bit out of
0: it.
1: Yeah, which then opens her eyes, because she's, yeah, because she's no longer seeing him as just, like, under him. Under her, rather. (laughs) She
2: goes, oh, damn, this voice
0: actor is wasted on him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yeah, so instead of going to a nice, fancy dinner like the original plan, they instead get fast food and eat it in the park. And... It's a lovely little moment until Shion goes, uh, Kevin always used to do do this with me and just torpedoes the mood completely.
2: It's fine, Alan. You can compete with Kevin. He's
0: dead. Yeah. I like this scene. This is like probably the most like slice of life human scene in the entire series so far, at least to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah yeah yeah. Well, no, there's that part where they make Cosmos wash the dishes
1: and shit. Very good.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah, in the first yeah. uh first game.
1: <laughs> Sheon's a terrible cook, but she's also a woman and therefore must cook for the Elsa.
0: <laughs> God. Uh yeah. But like I like the scene a lot. This definitely adds a lot of like characterization color that I feel is missing in the broader Xeno Saga where everything is so dramatic and big and philosophical. Like, this is just a really human moment, and I like it. Yes. But after that, Doctor shows up at Kanan's place. He claims ignorance of Project Kanan, and uh, she simply says that even if it's not of his own free will, if he interferes, she'll kill him. <laughs> and is is this the part where he goes like, no, literally, I'm not joking. I really don't know yep. anything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's the like, one. I yeah. that that was probably my favorite bit with Kaden so far is just like the like no this I, this is not a bit. I swear. <laughs> I related deeply to having to tell people I'm not doing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like that panel in uh, other side picnic where it's like I'm not being sadder or anything. I'm actually really yeah. annoyed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not lying. That's
3: my entire work life. I've <laughs> changed my name in all of our fucking systems. It was on a board in a meeting mm. and everyone's still like, hi, Fletcher. Oh, okay. my Are God. Are you that thick? Are you Look. that thick? God damn it. Big oof. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Sybil, I'm not some dairy, I'm actually annoyed. Arnett.
3: Yes, I've actually said overtly at times, you know, you think this is a bit, but when I walk in with honking tits, you're going to finally figure it out. And they're just like, you're so funny. Oh, Oh my God. God. That's real. That's a thing I said to a room. Oh, man. I'm just, God. Yeah.
1: The stories about the people you work with always make me go, I'm so glad that I only work in a quasi dysfunctional office. Mm-hmm. I'm experiencing character development. Am I Sundere? <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. yes, yes, yes. No. You are percent Sundere. How do you not know no. this? I just never thought about it until
0: just <laughs> now. I literally That's referenced why I said you I'm I,
2: experiencing <laughs> character development.
3: <laughs> My character uh, development Jesus is fuck. that I will refer to you as Sundere now instead of the come town of people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh shit The next day, Shion heads to the spaceport To meet everyone aboard the Durandal Jin tries to talk to her And she just pushes past Ellen tells her about Cosmos And Yuli tells her about the Elsa a new wrinkle in the whole Ren Chateau thing is that the uh, sphere around it is shrinking. It will probably end up at Planck Scale and then a blink out of our dimension for hyperspace. If they don't break it and return the bubble to reality. The raid to recover Cosmos is happening in the evening. Before they can begin planning, bam, Shion collapses again. A big yawn. Jin shows up, has a little conversation with her. Admit she he knew that she was with Skientia all along, and they just like leave some weed. Very good, <laughs> an herbal <laughs> remedy. You could have just <laughs> given
3: this to me.
1: <laughs> the Weeb's weed. <was> weed.
3: <laughs> Imagining oh. Jin in his outfit doing a bong. <laughs> <laughs> you know he would have a fucking samurai folded glass bong yes. that is also a uh-huh. display piece. And he would scrub it every time, so there wasn't the slightest bit of
0: resin. <laughs> but he doesn't.
3: Drug user Chris Taylor calls it doing a bong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't it, have. There'd a be like nug. a whole tea. It'd be a tea ceremony, but with a bong. Mm-hmm. And
1: he doesn't oh my have. A, he doesn't have a, a a nug grinder. Instead, he just grinds the weed with his samurai sword. No. He throws it into the air
3: and does eight thousand cuts, <laughs> in the floating bits as they come down like sakura oh,
0: petals, and then God. like sweeps away the seeds mid-air. <laughs>
2: Just yes. the, Metal Gear Revenge- <laughs> <laughs> the Metal Gear Revengeance mini game where you make shake.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we have just made Jin so
0: much more interesting as a character, and he that, already oh ruled. God, I was literally yeah. going to say the exact thing. <laughs> He's so much cooler in our <laughs> heads now. <laughs> uh-huh. Jin, Jin oh. goes up to Xi'an to be like, Yo, you have any weed? And would be like, No. It's like, you would be a whole lot cooler if you did. on did
3: you seriously not realize how I never held down a job for more than six months? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, yes, I ran a
3: bookstore.
1: F- let <laughs> right, my- just talk to the elderly who also loved the weed. I'm so glad that y'all like Jin too because my turnaround on Jin has felt kind of unearned where I thought he was so corny before and now I fucking love him and I don't feel like he's changed that much. It's just my perception of him. (laughs) Yeah, no, your appreciation of all
2: things weeb has grown and therefore now you love Jin because (laughs) Jin is also a
0: weeb. We all have a little bit of Jin inside of us, right? Except except maybe Sybil because she doesn't drink.
3: It also comes down to... Jin feels the most like a character who could be in another work. He's a burnout, who cares for his sibling, has like this failed dream that he's kind of trying to get back to from his past, which has left him stunted for a decade and change. All sorts of stuff. And he's the most self-aware character in this series, save maybe Alan. Yeah, 100%. I I didn't think about him like that, but you're totally right. Like the, the conversation last game where he tries to cheer his sister up and she leaves and he's just like, fuck, I'm so bad at this. That's <laughs> yeah. so real.
2: Mm-hmm. It's so real. After a quick conversation with Yuli that boils down to trust the robot, Shayad, we're free to hit the city. And everyone except Matt goes and buys equipment Because Matt doesn't know about the <laughs> accessory that gives you Analyze And then oh we all shit. meet up at I the saw home. it but
0: I didn't buy it
2: I, don't, I think I bought one of it's them It's so maybe. cheap
0: I don't know how money works in this game This is where you buy 99 potions also Look, I spent an entire game that didn't really have money in it I don't know how it works anymore Dude, mm. there's a stealable item in this dungeon that is just to sell Hell yeah Yeah, I didn't steal that why not? You, guess you just you gotta steal. You I get tried so much stealing money from twice stealing and nothing. All those robots. I failed stealing twice and I just was like, nope, I'm not trying a third time. Well, you want the rare steal skill Shion has. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the one. Whatever it was, it
3: didn't work. Well, you mm. fucked up. Boo. Yeah, I would merely be good at the game. <laughs>
2: We're now free to get <sighs> equipment for other party. Can we get equipment for other party members? I couldn't find any for anyone other than Xi'an.
3: No, I
0: didn't. I, I think know it's open. It's
3: open in the dungeon. I'm pretty sure you can get it this early too. I know you can get the uh, incredible Cosmos thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. So we can run around, get some equipment. And talked to Alan to unlock the skill line, and it made me really sad when he said, you can have some of my skill points, and he only has, like, 20
0: of them. <laughs> sad. <laughs> how did yep. you get promoted? <laughs> <laughs> he's been well, upgrading, Chris. To be fair, you earned these through
3: combat, nothing else, so how many fights do you think he's been getting in?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, he did shoot a couple of gnosis in Xenosaga 1, I guess that's where he got them.
3: Yeah alternatively yeah. you can just think that he basically came in and iron fisted his way to the top of the division
2: <laughs> when she left
0: <laughs> and then he just held on to it because he wanted to give it <laughs> to Xi'an later oh my that's kind of weird he, I don't like that yeah <laughs>
3: So that night, Miyuki and Alan are going to be their guides to get in. They'll take the direct route, and they will circumvent security as best as possible using the knowledge the two Vector employees have. Miyuki is going to be a party member for this dungeon, but otherwise, you are free to make a party of anyone in the cast, save Cosmos.
1: Imagine picking Miyuki!
3: <laughs> Maybe you want two Shions!
1: <gasps> Me- no! Yeah, but doesn't- so this is- she doesn't have any of the good moves! And also you're locking other people out of like getting combat skill point stuff that, by putting Yuki in the party. Like, yes, XP. No, listen. No, I was looking this shit up. XP definitely is shared if you're not in battle, but like the things that you get specifically for doing combat stuff, like the special attacks and shit and the weak points and shit. Yeah. Miyuki will clog your shit.
2: Oh, 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 you mean uh, leveling your special attacks, not skill yes. points. Okay. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. Leveling. Yeah. So you're just like wasting a skill point leveler by having Miyuki in your party. Mm-hmm. Jids is so cool. Also, no, oh, yeah. most of
0: them are cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She yep. is not very cool. Ziggy just takes out Which a is fucking problem, like, anti-aircraft so gun. Like this giant yeah. like, gun and just fucking like pummels whoever you're aiming it at. It, it's awesome.
2: I haven't used Junior or Chaos.
3: Are they cool? Uh, yes. They're, They're both the yeah. ones who
0: soul steal, remember?
3: No, I yeah, don't like, remember. I think they for Juniors,
0: steal. Juniors like he buries you under uh, like the enemy under a bunch of earth and then just blows it up with his gun. <laughs> yep.
3: That rocks. Mm-hmm. And Chaos uh, Wings. Right.
2: Speaking of wings, I'm really upset at the database entry. That's so stupid because <laughs> it's about um, Cosmosis' is like sniper rifle thing. And they're like, this generates so much heat that the heat is expelled in glowing wing shapes. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Just yeah. let the robot have anime wings. It's fine.
3: <laughs> yeah. Nope, this is sci-fi. And it's trying <laughs> to be hard sci-fi. So you have to have an explanation for anything. I I did like the air cleaner fireflies, though. That's pretty sick.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and at least this database doesn't have definitions of pesh and peshé to, like,
3: just further underline how creepy Albedo's line was. Boy, thank goodness we'll never have to deal with that again. (laughs) Yeah. The first room is simple. It's overlaid paths where you need to occasionally shove something around on a lower floor to create a bridge above. The animation is cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maximum output! Boom! Or whoever you have as your leader. I have Shion. By the time you get to the second room, though, things start getting suspicious. The intercom has an alert out that will run for 17 screens. If you have seen the pilot of Omega Res please contact security. (laughs) Unfortunately, a little further, the elevator to the research wing is out of commission. Shion starts dunking on Miyuki, but she's like, nope, I have a backup plan because I did my job. We keep going. This path will require you to purge restraint power units to move them as a bridge. And, uh... So, the problem is that
1: the restraint power unit... Restraint is doing a lot of work here. It implies that it was holding something. What it was holding was a gigantic gnosis. When the party passes this Gnosis, it busts through the ceiling uh, after failing to get at you through the glass. The PA announcement is now Gnosis experiment. Subject has escaped and is now in Area 18. All personnel in that area should evacuate immediately. Again, this. I be-
3: love that Shion's response to watching this happen after it tries to kill her and flees is I think we made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So
1: the enemies are now the eggs units that we saw between us and the Gnosis. Junior has a post battle quote of the pilots knew what side they were on. They made this decision after Momo Oof. gets real- yeah because it's because Momo gets super sad that they just like w- killed two people and and Junior is like not nah, listen. They made their bed. Don't fucking worry about it. But like and then yeah. she
2: says so she- I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, the reason why the eggs are there is extremely shady from Vector and the Federation's standpoint, but the people inside the robots are just probably standard guards trying to keep people from breaking out of Gnosis in the middle of a city. Like, come on. Come on. Junior, you are 35. Like, you should... I know that you look 13, but you are 35. You You should not be like this. Now we do have access to a segment address with a Cosmos weapon and the elevator that was locked earlier. So we should go get a Garuda bangle.
2: That thing is so fucking good, by the way. It's like plus 10 defense.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there really aren't any interesting gimmicks to this dungeon, aside from a few branching areas where they have treasure Like you can get off of uh, some, you know, taking a lift down and whatnot. Eventually you'll reach an elevator and it goes past the floor that they were supposed to stop on and keeps going because turns out this is a trap.
1: I want to just put a brief pin in the there aren't really any interesting gimmicks to this dungeon because it was the first time that I was a little bit bummed out or grumpy at Xenosaga 3 because the one thing, the one thing that Xenosaga 2 had from its start to its finish is that there were interesting puzzles and gimmicks in the dungeon. And the closest thing that this has to a good puzzle is something where you just have to like push four blocks uh, in the right order and the right order is just Left to right or right to left? I don't remember which one, but it was left to right. Left to right, and it's just simple shit. Anyway, go on. I'm not okay. I, I spent a minute on that because I'm very dumb. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this puzzles for I, babies. I miss the harder look, puzzles of Xenosaga <laughs> ta- Two. I'll take
0: it
3: because the game is good.
0: Yeah, the game here's, is way
3: better. Here's the issue with this: we're blazing through this dungeon because usually what I do with dungeon notes is discuss. In this room, you will have a specific new type of enemy, or you're going to run into a puzzle that is this room. This dungeon takes, depending on the battle speed, somewhere in the range of an hour, I would say. Is that a good estimate? About right. Yeah, about that. But nothing happens after that first room until we get down this elevator.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because like mostly like you're fighting soldiers who are easy or you're fighting those floating robots. There's like two different kinds and they're also easy. And, and you're using and... gross sound named moves like Skeletal Slash. Uh-huh. Gross. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, for me, I did the same thing in every single one of those fights. I killed the first one as I was building boost and then I used the boost, the two boosts to uh, do a finishing move on the other one and then that's every single fight, and otherwise I'm just attacking <laughs> and rotating mm-hmm. my characters. <laughs> Not much to say. <laughs> anyway, the party is dropped at the underground hangar in front of Omega, and Xion has another red flash, and suddenly Abel is in the room with everyone. And he simply says, sad being, this way, and walks off. <laughs> Which is a sad <laughs> being. Yeah, that's Omega. a mirror, buddy. Yeah. Ethered, also.
1: <laughs> just like... <laughs> Hey, you fucking depressed person Follow me Is the game talking to me? Yeah <sighs> This is where you
2: can find his room and kick over his block tower Yeah, 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 don't, yeah It's off like, it. on a
0: different side Well, I couldn't I, You I know, don't, I can't
2: tell what it is until you walk up close enough to kick it over And then yeah. the camera zooms in and you go, "Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, it's true <laughs> Yeah And Alan just lets everyone know that, oh, yeah, he's the pilot. He just lives here. <laughs> this is where his space. And yeah. Yeah. following the kid will eventually uh, trap us at a bridge that collapses behind us as we pass it. And then the next room, we find Cosmos, who is in the middle of a big trash heap. And Foreshadowing for the series. <laughs> I mean, that pretty much is... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> I... I made the same complaint uh, when we were talking about the anime in, in our bonus episode, that I it, it feels like Cosmos has got done dirty by this series because she could have been cool. Could have been always cool. So
3: Chris has mentioned that it feels very much like you can tell where the four, five, and six splits would have been in this game. Yeah. I feel like Cosmos would have had a much better development through that longer story just because instead they sideline her and then it's like, ah, this would have been the design upgrade for this one. This would have been the design upgrade for this one. Okay, no, we're not getting that. We're just getting a bunch of periods without her where it sucks. Mm-hmm.
0: But also, like, she's not a character, right? Like what is her she character? She does actually have some development in this game. Okay, like in this, this game, game has
3: sure, three but like final fire.
2: bosses, one third of the way at at one third intervals.
3: Yeah,
1: but like her relationship with her humanity versus her robotness versus her godlikeness was, it was foreshadowed heavily in episode one that Uh that was going to be the thrust of the whole series, you know, a lot. Right. And then she has no
2: speaking lines in two, I think. Very few.
1: Barely any. Yeah. And so she does
3: speak, but it's rare.
1: Yeah. So it's just, it's wild how much of a, basically like a deus ex machina slash MacGuffin she becomes after being the kind of emotional focus, focal point rather, of episode one. Yeah, she basically gets objectified. She gets turned into an object rather than Mm -hmm. a character. (laughs) Which is very funny because everyone in the first one is like, she's an object. She's a weapon that scares us. And Xion's like, no, she's my baby. And then I don't want to play with you anymore. Meme, but over the (laughs) giant trash pit.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But anyway, anyway. she on on
0: the bottom of her foot and Sharpie. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) But anyway, so we pull Cosmo's out of the trash, like literally, and she immediately replaces Miyuki in the roster, which uh, of course pisses Miyuki off because we can't have nice things for Miyuki.
2: (laughs) Miyuki's like, why do I have to be the backup? And it's uh, because your job isn't to fight. It's to get us out of here. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Big okay, Honey vibes there. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Two steps from the boss fight. Shion collapses again. And uh, this is the one where you can see the kid inside of Udu. We talk to Udu again, and it identifies itself as the will of the universe and Udu. And it just says... I want to know what you seek, Xi'an. What do you desire from the world? And then she just wakes up. And at this point, the game offers you a real grinding gauntlet. Six eggs units, all of which are pretty strong on their own, will pursue you in a pack. I think what you're supposed to do is use traps to put distance because they run faster than you, which is a cool idea. Or you just stand there and they circle around you. And because they're so big and they're all trying to swarm you, you get like four free back attacks without doing anything.
3: Really? That's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Because
2: they push each other around.
3: Yeah, If they get in the wrong way, the collision can really be your friend. If they do this in the way that benefits them, or if you try to run but are pinned, you are so
0: fucked. I mean, (laughs) I, I definitely ran away and did not do any of these fights. Oh, I did all of these. Yeah, I probably do- in retrospect should have done all of these, but like I managed to if you like start running immediately and have a good line, you can outrun them. I have so much money now because each of these guys has an item you can
3: steal that sells for like fifteen hundo. Yeah, these guys are basically mini bosses, and if you can do this, you are setting yourself up for a while, especially if you do a finish strike. Mm, yeah, well, and they have so much HP. You always do a finish strike. Yeah, uh, if you're not really bad at this yeah because you will earn enough boost in each of these fights
2: well here's the thing with the design of the game uh, uh, is that hitting normal enemies in their weak point reduces the amount of skill points you can get because you kill them faster and get less boost so you do less finish strikes
0: yeah if it's you're true. optimizing yeah you just want to get as much boost as possible without killing anything and, so that you could then unleash it that's right kill things and that's why you buy
2: 99 potions, because you take a lot of extra damage this way. Uh, <laughs> either way, we deal with all the robots, and we're uh, here with Chekhov's
3: Gnosis. And so, this is our first real boss in the game, the Aludra Calf. Hopefully by now you have rare steel on someone, probably Shion, to grab the white fragment from this guy. Good amount of cash if you steal that, but... In this game, unlike the last one, there's now normal drop, rare drop, steel drop on each enemy. So, yeah, there are steel-only items. It's definitely worth it to grab that as soon as you can. Mm. Analyze will tell you if
2: they're there. Yep. Get 99 Analyze Balls. They're like $0.
3: Similarly, get 50 Spy Glasses if you're playing SMT5. They will save your life. The boss is weak to beam, and for most of the fight... All it is going to do is some level 1 moves that hit one person at a time. It's got a selection of elements. Once you get it to low health, though, it'll break out a move called Defensive, signaling that it is on its final phase. It starts spamming Punish Tail, an all-party attack that does massive break gauge damage, and will also upgrade its standard attack to Double Impact 2, raising damage input on any broken character. At this point, this is your final exam. You can tag in anyone at any time to dodge break status, and maybe you have some break heal S's. You don't even need that.
2: You just use heat. It's fine. It stops doing the AOE combos when you do that, and you just wail
3: on it like normal. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the timing down, this can wreck you is more of the point. But yes.
2: Uh, Quick is very underpowered in this game because you don't get extra turns from it. You just go first, which is not worth
3: the 18 EP. Sometimes it's useful if you need to get someone into place who maybe you have one person who's good at break or has an element. But yeah, it's much more situational than always have it on. Yeah. Is that... That's it. That's the boss fight. Great. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I kind of slept through this boss fight a little bit uh, because
3: it's not tough. So... If you could do those eggs fights you can do this boss. Yeah, 100%. Hey, you
2: just spam your strongest hits and then use heat at the end and you win the game. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it.
0: Yeah, I fought this guy twice because I, I fucked up the uh, trying to do the finishing move the first time and didn't leave enough health on him to build my boost back up, so I just did the fight again. <laughs> if only there was some sort of accessory that would tell you how much HP they had left. Yeah, but then you have to judge how much damage <laughs> your multiplier... How, like, how much damage do you're going you to get... Know? No, because like if I'm using, I'm, I was using Chaos and I was trying to use, uh-huh. cause Chaos's attack is, I think it's beam based. So I was trying mm-hmm. to do that finishing move while also the boss was in break status and it just was off by like 150 HP. Like it was very close. Ugh. Ugh. I know. So with Cosmos in custody
1: and literally everyone and everything in their path dead, the party decides to return to the Durandal. As it flies off to the Elsa's rescue, Roth Mantle is uh, standing in space on top of the docking station. The Virgil Testament then appears before him and is like, "So, uh, are we just letting them go?" And Roth Mantle goes, "But of course. When Sheon is around Cosmos, things swing in our favor." The Thirteenth Key. And then Virgil basically does a dismissive jerk-off motion at this, and he's like, oh, okay, so you just, like, know everything, huh? Great. And with that, we are asked to save on a giant save screen of Cosmos, and that is where we will stop for this session. What are we doing with party right now? What are we feeling? This is the first time that we have access to like an actual party. And so I'm, you know, not 100% sure yet, but I was rocking Ziggy and
3: Shion and Junior for a lot of this. Mm -hmm. Similar question. Has anyone made it to the tier two skill line yet?
2: Oh, no, not
3: yet. Not yet, but I'm not surprised Chris
2: is. I'm halfway through most of them. Because I identified the weakness thing immediately.
3: <laughs> are you picking a specific one for people? Or are you trying to everything? Yeah,
2: okay. It seems extremely optimal to have Cosmos tank, Jin do damage, and Xian do break. Because you don't really need Xian to be a supporter here if you kill all the guys extremely fast. Reasonable, especially since you can um, dip very shortly into Cosmos to get long range attacks, and then you're covered there also.
0: Yeah, I rotated everyone around in this one. So because I wasn't really sure, you know, what in particular to do. And I wanted to get people's like finishing moves up. So I pretty much just rotated everyone in and out, I, which is probably <laughs> extremely suboptimal. But, you know, I wanted to get my options open. And it's really just this is just the first dungeon. You'll be fine, except for the break attacks, which are not that big of a deal. Not the break attacks, the boost uh, the, attacks. The boost attacks. Yeah, yeah. The special attacks. But yeah. Weirdly, like, none of those attacks leveled up, uh, except, you know, since... Really? Yeah, I don't oh. know. Oh, you're rotating. Yeah. I was going to say, because I have, like, Shiat at, like,
2: level four already. It just always is
0: coincidentally Okay, that's
2: way too turn. high already. Yeah, that's pretty high. Well, it's, it's just coincidentally always her turn when the boost attack is ready. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah so I've if been, it's only going yeah. to
3: one character, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I
2: think I did one w- with Jin and Momo.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mo- Momo's is cool, but I have no idea why it's ice. Again, it just because she's not the ice one. Chaos was the ice no, one. But
2: she, about
3: it. She's been raised by Yuli Mizrahi, the ice queen of the subcommittee.
0: Oh, so Shadow. she got closer to her mom, and that that's how she ended up getting there. Chaos, the, <laughs> Chaos <laughs> is element. only
2: ice because holy isn't in this game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, g- Chaos was
0: ice in the last one, too.
2: Yeah, that's what i was saying. Only because there's no holy element which is what Chaos would obviously be in any other game. Yeah, but that'd be a spoiler, Chris. Oh, that's
3: true, actually. (laughs) The man has fucking angel wings. It's not a spoiler. Oh, no. The other thing is the spoiler.
2: Chaos, more holy than he appears. Yeah. (laughs)
3: <laughs> all I'm saying is that if this series used the SMT logic for elements, Chaos would definitely be holy, and Ziggy would probably be dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a walking abomination. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, they're all just the weird ones,
2: right? Like, Momo definitely Sayo. Cosmos definitely Nuke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Real throwback there with nuke. (laughs) What? They've called it almighty for a while. They called it what? Almighty. That sucks. The non-element. Yeah, that was a thing they actually censored by changing it to nuke. Ironically. I'm sorry. I only play the good ones.
2: (laughs) No, I'm not taking that
3: bait. (laughs) (laughs) It's true.
2: I haven't played SMT5 yet. That game might be good. That game kicks ass.
3: I'm busy playing games I hate instead.
0: I still don't have a Switch.
3: Hey, you know what we should do for a future series? We should do Demi Kids. What is is Demi Kids? Oh. Demi Kids was what if we decided to go after Pokemon in their own lane with the monsters from the SMT series and child protagonists and in what was a real ballsy move... The story is literally branched between the two games, so each has its own protagonist, and they cross over at points, but you don't get the whole arc unless you play both sides of it. Mm-hmm. That fucking rocks. If we want a real freak-on-a-leash season, doing Demi Kids and
0: each of us takes one half of it would be a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that seems great. That, that's, that seems great, and then no one's gonna know what this game is, though. <laughs> It'd be like, the what now? I mean, if we want to try really
3: luring mm-hmm. people in, hey, it's the who cares one about the listener numbers, Matt? It's s- fine. I only
2: care if they pay. Uh, I could have one listener that paid me two hundred dollars, and I wouldn't give a shit
1: <laughs> also Fair also, now. like I feel like people's thirst for mega ten side content is increasing as like first, it was only persona that was popular outside of japan now it's persona and also mainline smt games so you know soon people will be clamoring for uh digital devil saga shit you know it, you I, better believe i am
2: <laughs> i want
1: to be the hero too yeah <laughs> so like i yeah i i think that uh i i well, that's this guy
0: <laughs> yeah that's this guy look <laughs> yeah and then like jack bros gets even more expensive <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. Jack Bros <laughs> cannot get more expensive than it is unless somebody starts murdering owners of the game. <laughs> Jack Bros
2: is available for free on Pornhub.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
2: Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. uh-huh. Good. <laughs> <laughs> do, we any, do we have any closing thoughts on the cat? Test? <laughs> um, I was yeah, just thinking so, like, like <laughs> please
0: do a reach around heho. ho.
1: <laughs> 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 so this fifth god
0: fifth jerusalem
1: is so dense with stuff it's not that big of an area but with all the new database entries that you get and all of the conversations that you can have you can spend hours just in this town that's really only like seven screens or so all told i think it's
2: like five dude
1: it yeah i guess it's not a lot it might be five but with panning And then the boss is extremely short. So, like, I I had a lot of fun in the town area and then a lot of fun with, like, plot developments. Then the dungeon and boss were very straightforward and disappointing after kind of the the rich text of the story and exploration sections.
3: So I'm going to be real just because of how this game does npcs and that there's not a lot of side quests that are overtly tracked no all
2: All the fun stuff goes away
3: no no no. i just mean for doing the notes i can't dwell on all the things happening in these cities or hub areas if you have stuff you like please take it down and discuss it Mm -hmm. i i can't the notes will be insane if i (laughs) dwell on every little thing
2: true Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. I'll just interrupt to interject with a thing I
0: liked. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. I I just think that the story pacing and like the sense of place and just, you know, the way conversations play out just feel way better in this game. And like, so Mm -hmm. I'm in it for that. And yeah, the dungeon was just kind of there. You know,
2: I, I agree, but I also enjoyed the dungeon because I like to look at the skill point menu in between every battle because the numbers are so small right now. Mm -hmm. That feels tantalizing to me.
0: Yeah, I I feel like the progression is a little slow, but again, I'm playing it in a way that's not like giving all the points to like two characters and then building them up very quickly. So I there have is every screen transition you check. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You...
1: I did, I didn't try to power level Shion's thing. It just happened. Oh, the other thing that I wanted to say is so happy that philosophy bullshit is back in Xenosaga. Like, people talking about philosophical concepts, people talking about existential shit, it's back, baby, and I'm so happy for it.
3: Buddy, you ain't seen shit.
2: Oh, I know. (laughs) We gotta do database entry of the week, I (laughs) think. My favorite database entry is the one about the lake in the opening of Xenosaga 1, where it's just a four-paragraph tourism brochure for this place in Africa you could go to.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Big fan. I will have to start picking one out of each session, because yes. Correct! I agree. We should have database
2: entry of the week. Some of them are very good.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm down. All right. Commercials. Yeah. So... Please listen to other shows on the network. One of them that we do is Boku No Stop. There's a free version. There's a premium version. We're doing Monster. We're starting Jujutsu Kaisen. Pay us some money if you want to listen to the one that Simple is not on. <laughs> also pay us money if you don't. <laughs> also just pay us money. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. right. Uh, they're, they're both good Matt shows. And they're... really
3: does buy soundtracks and things to get these seasons done uh-huh. when he edits. Uh-huh. You fund
0: that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, look. Matt spends too much money.
3: I,
0: Matt could only fill out an expense report for the least expensive version available. I'm sorry, and that's totally okay. I'm totally cool with that. I'm I'm just also collecting OSTs because I want to. Yeah, he only grabbed the two hundred dollar vinyl once, and we put a stop to it. <laughs> oh God, if I did a vinyl rip, that would that would I I would totally do that. See. <laughs> uh unfortunately uh, whenever i see yet. a video
2: game vinyl i think who is this for and then i remember that i'm friends with matt
0: <laughs> and me uh let's see yep i have paradise killer i have shovel knight and i have persona 5 regular and royal deluxe editions regular <laughs> yeah the, the regular p5 hey
2: i know what you mean persona 5 regular is just very funny to me <laughs>
3: Persona 5, uh vanilla whatever <laughs> Persona 5 Normie edition.
1: Yeah, yeah. Persona 5 being normal. I mean, that's kind of, like, listen, the point of that game is, hey, sometimes it's better to be normal, so. Uh, You're kind of not What
3: wrong. if rebellion ended with you in the system? Yeah, just, <laughs> just let the fine. adults take
2: over. We all know that the true way to rebel is to tweet about it a lot, and that's how the left stays winning. Thank you, yep. Persona 5. Thanks, Persona 5. <laughs>
3: Elect ah, Democrat without persona,
2: without persona Five, Bernie would have never become the president.
3: Oh, my mouth I'm is sad. like ashes now. Yeah. I'm so sad now. Yeah, yeah. fuck. That was a, that was a real gut punch. Thanks, you two.
1: Uh,
3: You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, you can find uh, the variety of shows that I do off this network and some of my writing at hellscaper.com.
1: I am in the process of changing my musician URLs, and so uh, I don't have music to advertise right now. Sorry.
0: Yeah, right. If you do figure it out, I can drop it in and post. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm
1: going dark for a little bit until I have like finished shit because my new shit sounds markedly different. So I'm, I'm you know, taking Word. some time for a rebrand. Does your dad like it? Uh, Most assuredly not. I think about that anecdote <laughs> at least once a week.
3: <laughs> my dad completely ethering me. <laughs> I will give you a space to edit in the correction right here. Ryan's new music is at polypodball at bandcamp at tumblr.com. <laughs> cut that out. Thank you. Polypodball? Yeah. Cool. Great. I just looked at a random item on my desk and oh. read it off. <laughs> could be worse. You could have been Gundam novels. Oh, God.
2: You can listen to Ryan Eye's podcast, Icons and Icons, by visiting our Patreon at pitchdrop.cash and kicking in as little as a buck a month. It's uh, this podcast, but about Final Fantasy 14, the MMO, and Q times. That's all. Until next time, we'll be talking about the floating landmass and Aren la Chateau, ending on the Telos save screen. Peace out,
3: fuckers. Goodbye, riddance. Much like Junior, Ryan is glad that those men are dead.